Welcome to The Watching Dead, the officially unofficial podcast for The Walking Dead on AMC. I'm Jim. And I am Aaron. And we just got done watching episode 10, season 5, titled Them. Uh, they are turning into walkers, apparently. They are. They're resisting it, but they're, mm. the world's trying to suck them in. What did you think of this episode, Aaron? I did not like it. I was not entertained. Yeah, yeah, I'm kind of with you. Um, you know, I kind of like when Walking Dead slows down every once in a while and gives us an introspective episode, but this one was maybe a little too slow for my taste. I don't even know what to say, because it's like, it was slow. Mm-hmm. It has an astonishing, almost supernatural coincidence. <laughs> uh-huh. It's... Which Gabriel's going to love. He's going to go fucking nuts when he walks out there. He's going to be insufferable. He was already thanking Jesus for the rain when he sends a miraculous tornado that came and destroyed a... So, I mean, we were like, what the hell? Was that a dream? That had to be a dream, right? But... Yeah, I'm still... It wasn't. It wasn't. It was an act of God, and... and... I thought it was Maggie's nightmare, and then it turned into my nightmare. <laughs> like... And and what's with what's with us reenacting uh, Tyrese's breakdown, the thing that started Tyrese on the terminal character mm. arc that led him to be so annoying that they had to kill him, uh, with Sasha. Like, I, I'm... I need to see this again. Yeah, yeah. But I thought I saw Sasha accidentally cut Abraham... With a bloody zombie knife, and if, and if that actually happened, and Abraham doesn't die, then what the fuck? Why are we? What what are they doing? I don't know. Uh, I didn't see that. I was looking away at the time, and we couldn't pause it because we were doing a live watch. But uh, I I hope that's not the case because like, she tried to stab Michonne too. So yeah, that was just a that was just a raging. I just feel like we're too far into the zombie apocalypse for shit like this to happen. Like, you know, Rick talking about this is what we do. This is how we live. Part of uh, this is what we do and how you live is you beat the piss out of people that endanger your lives like this. Like, Mm -hmm. again, as I mentioned on the live watch, I'm really tired of everyone experiencing loss on this show, acting like some butthurt asshole on, on the Jersey Shore. I'm making it just me. It's all about me and my kids. Like, fuck. Number one, you've lost <laughs> damn near everyone in your life in the last year or two. Uh-huh. I, 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 again, I'm not expecting you just to roll with the punches, mm-hmm. but this, like Rick going, he's got a, a, a baby and a fucking son to live for, if not the group itself and his first reaction is to jump in the tunnels and go, you know, play, essentially play live action Doom uh-huh. with a knife. Uh, everyone's like Glenn, even Glenn hulks out when, when he experiences loss and pain, like just once I would like to see someone not do it that way. Like there's, there's a, Um, there's a lot of interesting reactions people can have to experiencing loss and grief. And how do you think Eugene would react? (laughs) He'd be the one guy who's just even keel, right? First of all, he would have to have the real realization that he lost something. Yeah. Which I don't know. I just lost does. my brother and my sister, and now I am okay. That's right. You guys right. need to get on the ball. <laughs> I have seen countless comrades die in Call of Duty <laughs> one through four, <laughs> not counting Black Ops. This is no different. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I don't know, man. Don't you get tired of this kind of one note? 
it's tough response like i feel like that's what they're going for a lot of the time is the one note of the world is just fucking you in the butt like honestly it'd been refreshing if maggie had found out about beth dying and be like oh well i kind of thought she's dead anyway and just kind of like rolled on and maybe everybody's kind of worried about her like maybe you know sure sure if somebody didn't have that reaction and the group was like i like what's wrong with this i like they're doing a little bit of that with daryl you know, because Daryl's doing, he's going, okay. and he's, he's, uh, you know, Daryl's turning into a cutter or a bird. Yeah, Daryl, Daryl hides his shit. And, and, but he's kind of losing it and letting things slip appropriately. Um, that's interesting, but I would like to see more of the gamut instead of this, just everything has this extreme reaction and then goes on these suicidal tears. And that's suboptimal in this life. It like, is. You can't be that is. selfish and self indulgent in your grief. No, but I also feel like it's a little more understandable in this world, too, because they're all, I mean, as set up in this episode, they are starving, they are yeah, super thirsty, they're at right. wit's end. Uh, I can see where people would go off the rails, especially if you've just lost someone. But, I mean, they had this brilliant, I really loved the whole judo bridge situation. That was cool. It was. You were like, oh, uh, are they going to throw people off the bridge here? Ha, ha, ha. Oop. It actually happened. That wasn't ha-ha. I was like, I was actually going to be pissed if they, like, after they set up at the bridge and started doing that, then they actually just waited out. And they did that, and then Sasha made them all wait out there. Yeah. I'm just like, this, it's dumb. You guys are all starving. You're all, like, a day and a half away from thirsting to death. What do you yeah. call that? Dehydration? Yeah. I just, I don't know, man. I don't know. Like, there, the parts that weren't boring were kind of stupid. And <laughs> that is ooh, that's rough criticism. I right there. I gotta say though, I'm very intrigued by what's going on at the end of the episode. Yeah, yeah, Stranger Danger uh, happens at the end of this episode. Yep, could go interesting places. I'm uh, excited for it that. Could be that that could be the start of The Walking Dead getting back on track. Is the music box an alarm? Uh, <laughs> bells going off saying, "Don't trust this guy." That's other thing. God damn, like. You know, I, I don't know. You're already tired. You're going to lug a music box around? Whatever. Well, that, but it just started working when he showed up. It's like, there's a little bit too sure. much. I mean, maybe... I am I would actually be fine if they made, like, God a real thing in this universe and he started taking an active life. In our, it'd, be a, it'd be a very different show than I've been sure. watching so far. But that's yep. fine. But if that's not what you're doing, didn't we have just a little bit too many coincidences in this this episode? Yeah, a little yeah, too many I mean, signs like with the capital S I N or S I G N. Yeah, th- <laughs> Watch that Aaron was spell. <laughs> that was the the biggest sign of all. Uh, I I felt like you know the theme they're going for here is one of giving up and sure. one of the things that keep them going, and that's certainly it. Is uh, especially for a character like Gabriel that is going to replenish his faith. That mm. is going to keep him going. And it might keep other people going as well. There was also a lot of transformative imagery in here. Uh, mm. I saw a cocoon. I saw a cicada mm. uh, nymph, I guess is what they're called, that, that that left its shell behind. I'm not sure where, what are we, is, is Walking Dead transitioning? Is someone here transforming? I don't think so. From what I've heard from Nicotero last week and Talking Dead, the little bit I caught of it is, the world is going to keep shitting on people. Sure. Uh, and I would it's just going to get to. worse, and uh, so these temporary signs, I would not expect to hold out very mm-hmm. long. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's that's what I pulled away from it. I mean, 
you know, every once in a while they got to give them a glimmer of hope to keep going. Right. But that's, I mean, that's like, it just feels five seasons into this that how many more conversations are we going to hear about how the world, this is the world, this is the world we live in. This is yeah, how. That's whoa. fair. Like it's, it's, it's getting a little old. Um, you know, I, I don't, I mean, I don't know what to say. I was let down yeah. by this episode. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Some uh, it's it's tough because they set this episode up as everyone being out of gas, so not a lot of really Jesus, awesome stuff could happen. Right? Wolves thing, and and like the dogs were there, and it was kind of a menacing new threat, and it was literally dispatched <laughs> in ten seconds by Sasha with a silenced assault rifle. I yeah, I'm trying to figure out what the show is trying to say with that. Are they trying to say, cause like every indication I've heard is that the world is not your friend in this scenario, but it seems like there were so many coincidences here that saved them and just lined up perfectly. Dogs coming out for food, it raining, sure. the walkers being hit by trees, all of this shit lined up perfectly for them to save them. That to me says the writers are, are telling me that the world is not against them. Like it, it seems to be conflicting messages, and I don't, yeah. I don't know. I haven't thought about it much. Obviously, this is an instant cast, but I, I'm, I want to kind of try to figure out what they're, what they're saying with that. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what life advice they're trying to dispense. Honestly, I don't know, and it probably wouldn't apply to regular life anyway. Sure. Uh, I, no- I noticed uh, a couple of things. First of all, the the little action that they did have, uh, there were some cool kills in there. There was one where. Uh, I forget who it is, but somebody grabs a zombie by the hair and spins it around, and its scalp just comes right off. <laughs> I thought that was pretty amazing. I liked the thing was um, Abraham that did the ole. Oh, it was Michonne. Michonne did, that. did yeah. the ole. She's the baddest ass of them all, right? Yeah. Like, I'm not even going to touch this walker, and I'm going to kill it. <laughs> that was some real IP man type shit, man. Uh huh. Yep. And then uh, Abraham's, you know, two at doing two at the same time. It's it's pretty good. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Pretty good action for, you know, low Sasha energy. Sasha had to go fuck it up for them all. Yeah. Oh, well. Nobody like, got bit, so. Like, why? I mean, that's the thing. It's like, Michonne act like she couldn't lay hands on her. Which, that's like, you know, Jersey Shore rules. Like, someone's raging out. It's like, don't touch me. Don't fucking touch me. You keep your hands. It's like, no, we're all going to touch you. We're going to knock you the fuck out, and we're going to take <laughs> care of these zombies. Put you in a trunk. We're, we're all going to die. Yeah, what do you think about the trunk zombie? What was that all about? I don't know. Her passing resemblance know. to Beth? Did she have? I mean, it's hard to, to tell Beth? because I... she was a corpse, but it looked like yeah. she had blonde hair and she kind of had those jeans and it was just like, mm-hmm. you know, vaguely suggestive of. And also, uh, do you think this woman's been in the trunk since before the zombie apocalypse? Like some Charles Manson was doing his little milk run and the apocalypse <laughs> happened and she's been sitting in the trunk? Or is this like the sign mm. that. Uh, is this put put in her mind that bad people weren't just in Georgia? We're getting close to D.C., but there's still manifestly bad people around? Yeah, that could be it. Uh, I don't know what I expect from a walker who's been in a trunk for two years in the sun. Like, I like to think that they are worse off than that walker was. Like, I don't know if you can kill a walker without destroying its brain, like, physically, but... Like, we've seen walkers, you know, like, who have supposedly been killed in cars from the hot sure. Georgia sun uh, baking their brains. I would think that if she'd been in there that whole time, that would have happened to her. Mm. Yeah, but I mean, I don't know. Like, what happens with a, like, 
a mummified zombie, like a zombie that's just desiccated yeah. versus we've seen zombies that are like rotted into tree trunks and shit like that. And uh-huh. zombies that have been covered in mud. And like, I, yeah, it's a, an open question I've had is like, when does a zombie just lose the ability to do anything? Yeah. You know, when does it pass? Like, you know, there's, there's like various stages, like when a zombie's no longer a threat mm-hmm. and then when a zombie can't even move. And then, like there's a point probably after that where you couldn't detect any kind of brain scan activity from them. Like where do all those things actually happen? Not in the trunk, apparently. Not in the trunk. Why did I just? I, I don't. I, I haven't made the connection to why Maggie was so disturbed by that. Or, I haven't either. Or was it like normal Maggie would put that zombie out of his misery? New Maggie just shuts a trunk on it, but then briefly feels bad about it and wants to open the trunk but can't figure it out. Hmm. It's her starting to slip. And also, do I care enough to try to figure it out? <laughs> I think we owe it to our audience to try to figure it out. Uh, we'll have to obviously watch it again and if do only a the Walking and... Dead producers <laughs> felt that same way. <laughs> oh man! Do you think uh, Kirkman and Nicotero and Gimple just kind of huddle up and like, you know what? We owe it to the audience. We owe it to the audience. We got to give them a scene of Maggie crying. We got at least one. I mean, this is her sister, guys. Yeah, this is her sister. It's been a season and a half, but we need to do something. We get it's time for Lauren to earn her fucking paycheck. We oh, and they come over. They come over, Lauren, Maggie. I mean, Lauren. We owe it to the audience for you to turn on the waterworks to like eleven. Can you go to eleven, guys? I mean. Wait, wait, she has a British accent in real life. Uh, I don't even know if I can do that. Uh, but yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. There, there's another theme in here that I noticed. I don't know what it's trying to say about Rick, but he will tell. He will not eat dog food, but he will eat dog. Yes. I thought that was pretty interesting. It's I don't inter- know what, it they're, is. what they're trying to say there. That's super meta. It's like the circle of life interrupted. Yep. And Gabriel was so distraught by eating dog that he gave up on God. Yeah. He forsook his Lord and Savior <laughs> because he had to eat a little dog meat. Yeah. And that's what got up God was in heaven was like, God damn, it's hot. Take off your collar. That's all I'm asking. <laughs> Boom. Miraculous tornado. You're yep. saved. Yep. Dog meat. You're saved. That's all that's all I needed. Got the message. You're right. I'm just looking for a, a a little bit of anti-faith or whatever you call it. Yeah, so it seemed like you know, Maggie and Sasha both went through an entire grief arc in this episode, right? They go from so distraught that they can't even stand up, uh, crying about their dead loved ones, dead dead brother and sister, by the way. It's mm. nice how they paired them off together. That's true. Uh, with them both losing, losing siblings very recently. Yeah, and then Daryl's kind of the odd man out. First, the, he yeah. was, he's a man, and he's also a little odd, and he wasn't in that brother-sister thing. And Carol's trying to help him, but he's... Yeah, I thought that was super interesting because they somehow, like, you could take so many different things from Carol doing that. You could take the whole Carol realizing that Beth was a little bit more special to, like, Uh or special to Daryl in the way that maybe she wasn't ever. Uh Uh-huh. You could take from it that, yeah, I don't know. That's pretty much all you could take from it. Well, I like how, (laughs) so they set this up. I mean, they've been setting this up for a while. The relationship between those two has always been really good. Sure. Uh, but specifically back, uh, in last half season, they had the episode where they went out, you know, and found Daryl had the book that he was trying to carry, like about childhood abuse and all this stuff. And they've really brought them a lot closer together. And I like how Daryl's resisting that. That feels very natural. Yeah. I think Daryl would. Uh, and I like how Carol's, you know, not 
completely pushing the issue, but she's trying to get in there. And yeah. I feel like that relationship is easily the most natural of this whole group. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, it's... I like it a lot. They're both really good. Um, I don't think Daryl's been reading that book. No. Unless no. this is a shocking book that recommends burning yourself to deal with your, you know, <laughs> convert your emotional pain to physical pain. Uh-huh. Works every yeah. time. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I liked it. Uh, I don't know. But, but yeah, that... What so do you think about the... What I started uh, with the Maggie and Sasha thing is they kind of came around by the end, right? Ah. Like, they came around and now they're saying, you know, we're they agree with Daryl, we're not them, and we're going to make it through this. We're going to be okay. Are they fooling themselves? Maybe, maybe, but I, I'm not 100% sure why they made that massive journey Man, I'm, over I'm, the course of this episode. I'm telling you, though. It's I, the fish NATO. It's I, the tree NATO. I said that on the live watch. Like, if that so? happened to me, I would probably convert. I would probably be like, okay, I'm back to believing. So do they think they have, like, God's protection or something I don't know point? what all it goes, but you, it's like one of those experiences where you're experiencing certain death. Uh-huh. There was enough walkers there to push those doors down. There's not a damn thing any of them could do about it. And you are miraculously delivered by or ter- or ter- a tornado. Mm. I'm not saying like that is just like the fish NATO and Fargo and the other event in Breaking Bad. It's not beyond the realm of possibility of happening, but it's so absurdly cosmic that if it happened to you, I think a rational course of action would be to believe in a higher power and to think that okay. you had divine intervention. I I mean, that's my thought anyway. Sure. It, it was a little weird the way they like, cut like, that. And, and, and yes. Because yes. they definitely had me thinking, okay, that was either Maggie or Daryl or Judith's nightmare, somebody's nightmare. Uh, but then they walk outside and that actually happened. That actually but happened. How you go to sleep right after something like that happens, I don't You're know. You're exhausted. I mean, yeah. I mean, I, I, mean, I, I guess, have a yeah, you fall over and just sleep where you, where you lay. Right. Where you land. But, um... Yeah, I and and I think that's interesting place to go since like Maggie was in a full fuck you Gabriel and by extension fuck your heavenly father kind of mode. Yeah, yeah. Um but I yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I think this episode's going to take a little more time to uh negotiate mm-hmm. as far as figuring out why they're doing what they're doing. Uh, and what that means for all the characters, which, you know, is what the full cast is for. Sure. Anything else that you want to talk about in this instant cast? Or? I don't think so. I don't think so. But if okay. we missed anything, which I'm, you know, I'm not claiming to be exhaustive. This is the instant cast. If you'd like to give us yeah. feedback, I should put it that way. Uh, watching Dead at BaldMove.com. Get on our forums. We've got a feed up there on uh, the forums.baldmove.com. On Facebook.com slash BaldMove. And you can tweet at Jim at BaldMove. We did something cool tonight. We're demoing some technology that will eventually be... Uh, in the premium section of Bald Move, uh, that w- you can actually l- watch the show with us uh, live if you're on the East Coast. But we also we embed a I don't know how to explain it. It's like if you watch it, you'll see what I'm talking about. But it's a degraded version of the video mm-hmm. with no audio. But it's enough to see where we're at, and you can sync up your DVR or your iPad or whatever, and then once you get it synchronized, you can hear, you can watch it with us. You can literally see what we're yeah. thinking and hearing, and the so, jokes we make, and the com- we make fun of commercials. You can get that on uh, YouTube.com uh, YouTube. slash bald move. It's mm-hmm. the most recent video at the time of this as post. Um, yep. Yeah. We're going to be doing that again next week for everybody who wants to tune in. We're going to try to get a, like a chat going as well. Um, yeah, 
but uh yeah we'll have another another until we get all the kings kind of worked out because the first two we did one for justified we did one for the americans and we yeah. had some technical problems i think this was a pretty clean run from our perspective mm-hmm. uh audio video wise and everything kind of stayed synced up um but we will do at least one more and then eventually we'll move it beyond into the premium section but uh it's yeah. a lot of fun i hope i hope people enjoyed it yeah me too uh all right that's it uh we'll be back on tuesday with the full cast And until then, I'm Jim. I'm Aaron. See you.